Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday, the 22nd of February. And as usual, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisors regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. All right, well, let's go straight away to the scores on the doors. And it wasn't a pretty place to be last night in the US, certainly Finally, the U.S. market, and certainly in equities, have started listening to the Federal Reserve's message. They've taken their fingers out of their ears, and we saw 10-year Treasury yields climb to 3.958%, knocking on the door of 4%. Aussie 10 years, 3.921%. So you can see the problem right there. And as a result, we did see a big sell-off in U.S. equities last night and a big sell down in SPY futures. Dow Jones closing down nearly 700 points, 697 points or 2.06% to 33,130. It had a high, if you can call it a high, of minus 127. It had a low of 711 points. The Nasdaq faring even worse, down 2.5%, 295 big points, down to 11,492. The S&P 500 fell 82 points, not quite in the middle for diddle, actually better than the Dow, closing down 2%, 82 points to 3,997, below that 4,000 level. And the VIX volatility index, as you would expect, and as we've talked about in the past, uh, complacency had crept in. People were starting to nibble away at some of those options, buying up some protection. Uh, that fixed volatility index rose 7.8% to 22.88. SPY futures in our market showing a loss of 45 points today, or 0.6 of a percent. European markets all weaker as well, but no damage anywhere near the same as the US. They obviously didn't see the big slide in the US, which continued as the afternoon progressed. Stock 600 down 0.2, FTSE down 0.5, Germany down 0.5, France down 0.4, and Spain, well, Manana uh, down 0.3 of a percent. But it was really about those bond yields and the fact that finally investors started listening to what the Fed has been saying, and those 10 years approaching 4%. Aussie 10 years approaching 4% as well. We got that news yesterday from the RBA on the minutes from their last board meeting where there was some suggestion they would raise rates by 50 basis points, which I think would have spooked the market had we all been not looking at results which were dropping thick and fast yesterday. So certainly that is the dominant thing. The US dollar index up slightly, 0.3 of a percent. Uh, on the back of those 10-year rates and other interest rates in the U.S. pushing higher. Bitcoin dropped 1.3%, and we did see the Aussie dollar back down, 68.51 for the Aussie dollar there in the U.S. Because consumer discretionary stocks seeing the largest decline of 3.3%. And let's run through some of those U.S. stocks, shall we? Apple down 2.7%, Meta down 0.5%, Google down 27 Microsoft down 2.1%, Amazon down 27 
Tesla getting wallops down 5.3%, Netflix down 3%, US banks, a sorry place to be, JP Morgan down 1.8%, but Citigroup down 3.1%, Goldman's down 2%, Bank of America 2.4%, Wells Fargo down 2.6%, and Block, the artist formerly known as Square, down 4% there. We also saw General Motors down 4.7% as well. Not good. And Ford uh, down 5.3%. And the home builders under a bit of pressure too in the US. So no good news on the horizon. Of course, another big day for results today. Big one yesterday, of course, was BHP, which I have written more about today uh, regarding that very solid result from BHP seems to be the watchword for that BHP result. Looking at commodities though overnight we had Brent crude uh, down 1.3% dollar and 7 cents to 82.86. Uh, the WTI price coming back on stream following the President's Day holiday on Monday it did seem they were all back and grumpy uh, but WTI down uh, only 3 cents 76.23. Gold price down $6 18.35. We had platinum up 1.8%. In LME prices, uh, we had copper up 0.3, nickel up 0.4, aluminium up 0.2, zinc down 0.7, lead down 0.9, falling like the balloon, and ton up 3.2%. Overseas mining stocks, BHP was down 0.3, which pretty much was what it was doing here yesterday. Rio up 1.3%. Iron ore was better. Uh, up just uh, 1.1% there, so that certainly helped uh, Rio. Freeport McMoran up 2.2%, Alcoa up 2.5%, Tech up 0.5%, Anglo-American though down 5.5%, Glencore down 3.2%, Arbomile in the lithium space getting smack down 6.2%, so not good news for Arbomile and probably will feed through into our lithium stocks a little bit today which had a pretty good day yesterday i have to say in the u.s we did see uh flash pmis which uh for february which surprised to the upside with services the standout back in expansion for the first time since june 2022 inflation takeaways mixed as input prices increased at the slowest rate since october 2020 and output prices increased at the fastest pace since last October. We also saw existing home sales falling to a 12-year low. And, of course, there was a lot going on on the political front. Joe Biden made a surprise visit, of course, to Ukraine and then made a big speech in Poland. And Putin made a State of the Union speech in Russia. It went on for two hours. Um, so, And at the end of the day, uh, the major point was that that war is not going away anytime soon. He also raised the nuclear um, option and uh, has pulled out of the START agreement uh, that they have. So it makes the world a slightly worse place to be. And we did see as well US listed Chinese technology stocks plummeting uh, yesterday as well. Uh, we saw the likes of JD.com is reporting launching a subsidy program to counter its rival Pin Duo Duo. Uh, shares of both the stocks shed more than 11 and 9% respectively 
during the afternoon trade. Uh, Alibaba down 5%. And the China Internet ETF was down more than 3%. And Cathie Wood's ARK Innovation fell more than 5% on Tuesday as well. So no good news there. In local news today, and there is plenty of that today, let's face it. Uh, let's kick off. Star Entertainment Group is uh, mulling over a uh, Oak Tree Capital funding deal. So that would be uh, interesting regarding a potential capital injection. The New South Wales Minister for Planning has approved the Alkane Resources uh, Tominji Lee uh, Gold Extension Project. Red Bubble has determined it does not need additional capital at this point and continues to work to being cash flow positive by the end of CY calendar year 23. Some early reports out this morning. Let's run through a few of those. Uh, we do have Domino's Pizza as reported first half underlying NPAT of 71.7, which was below consensus of 74.5. They've also released a three to five year plan as well. Macmillan Shakespeare has reported first half uh, normalized NPATA of 40.4 million, which was pretty much bang in line with last year, 40.3. National Storage, the REIT there's reported first half underlying earnings, 71.4. year ago, 58.2, so not a bad result there. Sightminder, SDR reported first half underlying NPAT of uh, 24.7 loss against the $20.5 million loss, so a slightly bigger loss. Reese Australia results out as well. NPAT adjusted for the first half 210, which is just slightly above the market's consensus. Oz Minerals as well has reported first half NPAT 207.3, which is a little bit below consensus, but no one will really care because Oz Minerals is getting taken over by, of course, BHP. Uh, and hopefully that deal will be consummated in May after the shareholder vote from Oz Minerals in April. PSC Insurance Group has reported first half EBITDA 48.6, which looks to be above the market forecast of 47.9. Mount Gibson Iron has reported Q2 NPAT 7.4 million. A year ago, it lost 65.6 million. Revenue uh, is 152 million for the second quarter, which is up 457%. Uh, group or sales are anticipated to be around the lower end of Guidance range. So there you go. Probably not such good news there. Steadfast Group in research this morning. Steadfast Group upgraded to positive from neutral at Evans and Partners. AMA Group upgraded to speculative buy from hold at Canaccord Genuity. G8 Education downgraded to neutral from buy at UBS. Uh, Ingenia Communities had a big, big drop yesterday. Downgraded to overweight from buy at Jardins. Well, they've knocked that one out of the park. Costa Group, downgraded to neutral from overweight at Jardins. In other news just coming out, Origin Energy has re received a revised conditional and non-binding proposal from Brookfield-led consortium at $8.90. Flight Centre, out, confirms preliminary half-one results and provides trading update. Total transaction values continues to track well above FY22. Uh, and at post-COVID record levels in leisure, a revenue of a billion as previously reported underlying EBIT, 95 million. Uh, no dividend was declared, has initiated a review of its capital structure, confirms FY22 
guidance for adjusted EBITDA 250 to 280. Australian Ethical Investment has reported F, uh, half year underlying profit after tax of 5 million, which was top end of the guidance, which was 4.5 to 5 million. Revenue 36.6 versus a year ago 35.2. WiseTech Global has reported first half EBITDA. 187.3. The market was going for around 184. Revenue up uh, 378.2. Forecasts of 354.9. Underlying impact 108.5, which is a little light on. Interim dividend uh, 6.6 cents a share, it looks like. Superloop also reporting this morning half year impact uh, of a loss of 21.7. Of a year ago, it was 20.8. Revenue of 147.8, which was up 31% on a year ago. Levisa, they are dropping thick and fast. Reports half-year NPAT, 47.7, which looks pretty much in line, although revenue at 315.5, better than expected. Interim dividend, 38 cents per share. St. Barbara has uh, released some numbers today. They're probably horrible. Uh, Paragon reported first half underlying NPAT 6.3, disappointing considering the market was going for 7.1. Revenue 153.9 versus a year ago 111.3. And any other ones coming out? Uh, We also have Santos out this morning, uh, has reported FY underlying profit of 2.46 billion. Uh, Market was going for 2.54 billion. EBIT DAX, 5.65 billion, and the market was going for 5.84 billion as well. So, pretty uh, busy day again this morning as we uh, head into reporting season. Another big day today, and of course, Super Thursday to come. Plenty of others to report today, including Coronado, Karoon. We also get Rio, of course, that'll probably come out after hours. And we do get uh, Woolies, Wally and Wagner's as well to come today. So it's going, to be, um, it's going to be a big, big day again. Well, that's it from me today. Question of the day today. Uh, BHP, pretty solid set of numbers yesterday. A little bit disappointing on the dividend front. More on that today in the newsletter. But what was your take on BHP? What was your take on the big Australian? Are you holding it? Are you selling it or are you adding more to your holdings love to hear your thoughts ideas on the big aussie but that's it from me thanks very much for listening have a great day and as always may the trading gods be with you